Yeah. Someone tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be in charge of this thinking ship anymore. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome to the next stage, me and Toby here as per usual and we thought that this weekend would be quite fun to kind of look at albums and more specific, well more specifically the different order of the songs in the albums. This actually, this like idea stemmed from what Toby was saying last time about a Lady Gaga album he was listening to. Uh, can you remind me what it was Toby? Um, yeah, hello, Um, so... But well, as Greta's been saying, I've been listening to a lot of Lady Gaga recently. So the one I've had on repeat is everyone's classic "Born This Way," and um, but the one that we're in question over is actually um one of her early ones. I think it was called "The Fame Monster." Mm-hmm. It's like a um, it's like a like a sequel to her original one, and um, you know, it's got a lot of very good songs on there. And, you know, we were just really interested, actually, as to how, like, in the context of the album, the songs change their meaning. Yeah, that's that's basically, like, the whole premise where we started this thing off of. Uh, because when the same time that Toby mentioned this, uh, that he noticed it, I remembered Billie Eilish just came out with a new album, her Happier Than Ever album. And on Spotify, there's three different modes to listen to it. And there's a fan mode, a Billy mode, and a lyric mode. And what kind of makes these modes different is none of them have different orders, but you can. They're actually like little bits of Billy speaking, and she kind of says like how. She she's aware that she, she created the order with a specific, she created the album with a specific order for us like a certain reason for her, and that's kind of the way it was meant to be listened to. But she also goes on to say that if any one of her fans comes up with a different interpretation, then they're not wrong. Because she puts a lot of focus on the fact that this order is right for me, but doesn't mean it's right for everyone. Which I think is a really, like, big thing for artists to do. Because, like, personally, if I were a music artist, you know, I would create the order of the album for me. And this whole idea of the Out of Album Effect, it kind of sent me on a whole loophole of who even decides the order of albums and who gets like the final say on things. Yeah. And this, this sent me over to, to, to like Quora and different sites. And I basically found someone had asked the same question and they had asked, how do recording artists decide on the order of the songs on their CDs? Mm-hmm. Uh, someone had answered that... The, it's totally subjective based on what you want to achieve with your album. And I kept reading and they said that one of the ways that they uh, kind of found found out how the order would best work was they had, they were, they're a band and they had each uh, band member kind of come up with their own order of the album. Okay. So, so the singer would have their own order, the drummer would have it, the guitarist and so on. And then they just had like a, a listening party where they would listen through them, through all the different uh, album versions, kind of. And then they could make a decision from there. And I just thought that was really, really cool. Because I always, not I thought that it was random, but I never gave that much thought to kind of the order that the songs and album are in. I just thought like, oh, okay, it's just this, this, and this. It, it doesn't it doesn't matter. 
but this the to Toby's initial thought of it changed the whole perspective of the album really got me thinking about it. Yeah. Do you know what it also reminds me of a little bit actually? Like um you know when you're organizing like a party, you know, like the house party, back when we used yes. to have house parties. Yes, yes. Um you know, I'm I mean, I really hope someone can relate to me on this here, but when you're organizing a playlist, mm-hmm. I, I put meticulous detail into how it's organized. Like really? I'm t- yes. Like I'm talking as in um for example, this has to be played in this order. Wow. Like I yeah, it's it's slightly worrying, but like actually it's not that worrying because I, I had a thought that because I make playlists as well, but I do them in a completely random order. Oh yeah. And I and I was thinking, what would happen if I if I had a playlist I have now, keep a version of how it is, and then I'll do another version where I've like intentionally ordered the songs. Yeah. No. And I just keep thinking, how 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 would I like intentionally order the songs? I mean, for me at least, it was down to kind of how I preempted the vibe would be, which was, I mean, quite bold of me to do. But um, mm-hmm. like I remember, so you know, we had a flat party before coronavirus, obviously. Yeah. And um, what we did was um, you know, I was like, right this is my moment time to show off the music and i had in my head every single song that i knew would bang yeah like i knew those songs that i put in that playlist were the one Mm -hmm. and i was deadly specific as to how they were going to play like i needed to make sure right how does i i i remember this i was up until like two three in the morning on like a night where I had to be in nine AM the next day for uni, being oh. like, right, how does the end of this song sound? How is it gonna sound into the start of the other one? <laughs> That's actually quite cool though. Yeah, like I mean it was cool, but it's all fun and games until, you know, everyone's had a bit to drink and then they're like, Oh, I don't like this song, skip on to the next and I'm just Ooh. like quietly seething in the background. <laughs> oh, that's not fun. That's, that's not fun. But also that's like a testament of the fact that you shouldn't be too precious with precious with your babies. Oh, completely. You completely. know, especially when it comes to the arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, a set design lecturer who the first thing he told us was, Don't be scared to kill your babies. And that is still one of the hardest things. I have to do now and like this playlist example is a really good one yeah no like, uh, I mean in a literal sense I'm sure we do not condone the killing of infants no obviously but, but there's been, <laughs> you know in, in this context your baby being your piece of uh, artwork oh completely of music you know yeah completely no so I was like um like I was also like doing the full-on fiddly stuff you can do with Spotify being like right what's the optimal crossfade as well because you know oh, like yeah. i only i only learned this only recently you can like crossfade the tracks on spotify oh and, my like, god you didn't know about that that's no, all i do no like you can crossfade them so i was waiting to the end of the track and then i didn't know you could crossfade them so like as soon as i found that out like all of a sudden i'm dr dre you know <laughs> like literally i'm just like having a boogie like all of a sudden <laughs> 
the biggest DJ that literally the middle of nowhere could offer. DJ Toby in the house. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. Yeah, you you've actually just reminded me with the fading. Uh, we I've known about this for quite some time. Yeah. Not not long ago, I was in the I was in the car mm. with a friend, and we were playing songs off of his song. Yeah. And two Kanye songs came on, which have nothing to do with each other, but they fade into each other really, really well. Yeah. And we just both had this moment of like, oh damn, that's good. Yeah. It was like just whoa, that flows really well. That was like really good. So it's kind of like, uh, just goes to show how people don't notice it, but if it's there, or if it lacks, then they do. Yeah. Have you ever had yeah. orcs pressure? Have I have I ever had what? Orcs pressure. Right. So you know, you know, in the car, like let's yeah. say you're going on road trip with your friends. Yeah. Um, you know, my friends at um home will know this is that we uh-huh. have a joke which is that which is that it's called toby knows no chill or toby okay. got no chill and that refers to music in that i don't have no acoustics uh-huh. i'm not the peaceful piano kind of guy i'm like uh-huh. constant let's go let's keep the beat moving we gotta okay. we gotta make this work okay so, so you're very like lively and bumpy with the song yeah. there's no break yeah i'm okay. talking you know I'm talking you well known. Let's have a sing along. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Very I've, cute. Yeah. I think the closest I could get to a chill vibe, I, I stress in inverted quotations, chill vibe, um, Fleetwood Mac. Ooh. Yeah. Love them. Only, only just realized, but Fleetwood Mac. But anyway, still, I mean, still in the grand scheme of things, relatively popular, I guess. But anyway. It's good enough for me. And that's all that matters for music. But enough of that. Back to my original tangent point. So, um, when you're in the car, let's say you're on a road trip. And um, you go, okay, I'm driving. Someone else take the orcs. Really? Uh, you, don't, yeah. you, don't, you don't do the driver picks the music? No. Because, no? No. Because, um, well, I mean, the driver can pick the music. But if there's, but the the thing is, if there's a song that comes on that's not really that good, uh-huh. it's like, well, I can't change it because I'm driving. So well, yeah. I, well, I mean, you could, but bit of advice, I suppose. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, you well, you kind of technically could, you, <laughs> you know. You could, but um, you know, maybe not on the motorway. But um, anyway. I think most cars have like uh. <laughs> In in the center console, it's built that you can play around with the music and stuff. Yeah, but yeah. I always think, and even like when I go around with my friends, I always think, oh, driver picks the music. Mm. And in fact, I have one friend who doesn't agree with it at all. And whenever I I'm in his name car, them, shame them on the podcast. No, it's not naming and shaming. Actually, it's quite nice because <laughs> I when I get in the car, he's always like, you can you can hook up your phone if you want. And I'm like, what do you mean? You're driving, you pick the music. And he mm. goes, what? No, I get to pick the music all the time. You can pick it if you want. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, oh that's so sweet. I mean, you know. I mean, yeah, fair enough, I guess. Like, fair enough. But, like, do you often find that you're the driver in this situation? Uh, I'm not usually the driver. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when I am, it is my songs. And one time, a friend was with me in, in the car, and they asked if they can put on their songs. Yeah. And I said, yeah, 
but I didn't really want them to. You you did it out of did you do it out of pity? Yeah, I kind of did it oh. like a, okay, fine, you can do it. It's just a ride back home. I don't care for this like ten minutes drive. Yeah. But I was like, I was a bit seething, not, not mad. But I was like grumpy because I'm in my car and I can't have my songs. That's no one else likes. But the thing is, in my friend group, no one likes the same music I do, or we have yeah. quite like different tastes in music. So I'm always listening yeah. to their taste in music, and I rarely get to listen to mine. Yeah. So when I'm in my car, I want my songs. Oh no, I get that completely. You know? No, I get that completely. But like, for me and my group of friends, at least. It's like, um, right, for the half an hour, more likely than not 15 minutes that we do want to main songs on, we're coming to Toby. Once those 15 minutes are off, right, that's the Yorks out onto the vibes changed. And mm-hmm. because, you know, you know, everyone who listens to music knows this, the vibe changes so quickly. Oh, yeah, it does. You know, as in like, for example, um, had a bad day want to listen to some sad songs all you need to do is stick on about three pieces of a dad when you're sorted yeah and you're bawling your eyes out yeah love it love a bit of sadness love a bit of sadness <laughs> not for me toby got no chill but <laughs> <laughs> no. Toby's got no chill. i would love to hear one of your playlists i feel like i need to see why toby has got no chill yeah i mean i'll i'll send it to you after the podcast but, oh brilliant but um but I, but when I mean it, I mean it. Like, is it? There's no acoustic. You ain't got no acoustic covers. You ain't got no, like. But, but do you have like less, uh, beaty songs to kind of? I mean, hold on. I'm gonna be a professional, and check on my phone right now. Okay, go ahead, check. Okie doke. Come on, Spotify. Do your best. Come on, Spotify. Other recording and um. Music streaming platforms are available. <laughs> right, what have we got? Actually, I've got a question for you. Yeah. What was the last song you listened to? Uh, let me tell you. I think it was a One Direction song, actually. No, it wasn't. Drag me down by One Direction. I love One Direction. <laughs> Bro, quit laughing at me, all right? Okay, no, I mean, okay, y- yeah, you know what? Fair enough. Like, as in, um, I mean, yeah. I get, I guess it just comes. From being someone who is who was a fella growing up when One Direction was like popular, and then but you know what it is? It's like if you're a boy band, like like let's say you're growing up and there's a popular boy band on right now, like all the girls listen to them. Yeah, that boy band can't be popular. If does that make sense? What? What do you mean they can't be popular? No, as in, as in, like, no, as in, like, um, like, how say, like, for example, like, when One Direction was at the top. Yeah. Like, when are we talking? Are we talking, like, what is it, 2012, 2013? Yeah, I was going to say 2012, 2011. Yeah. Um, like, it's not cool to listen to, Uh, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like, the cool factor. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. I don't. Blame I just you. like them, okay, and I still do. Yeah, I mean, I'm and over I... here listening to Blooming Lady Gaga, so I can't yeah. really complain. <laughs> just like what you want, man. Yeah. Like what you want. Plus, the thing is, they don't really match anything else I like. You know, because then I listen to Billie Eilish and I listen to Cage the Elephant and to Coldline, and they don't have that much to do with One Direction. Yeah. 
That's fair. You know, but it's still listen. These songs that make me happy, and I like listening to them, so I'll listen to them. That do you know what? Fair play to you. No, Ooh, hold actually, on. Go on. The talking about an election made me realize something because while I was like kind of looking a bit into how the order of albums is, I came across this article, yeah, which where they kind of they emphasize on the fact that you should leave with your hit, so you should always have the first. Uh, the first three songs should be the the three songs you think have the most potential to be a hit to be played on radio. Yeah. And then the fourth and fifth song should be those songs which uh, wouldn't necessarily be on the radio, but are really good songs which would warrant like oh. repeated listening. And then you would finish off your last song with your fourth best song. And I was looking through the I Wonder Actions albums to kind of see how that happened after time, because obviously all of the albums are quite old now. Yeah. And specifically, I was looking at Made in the AM, their last album as a five-boy-boy yeah. five band. And that's exactly what happened. Their first three are like huge hit everyone knows. Mm. Four and five are the ones which I absolutely love, but kind of only the people who actually like them know their songs. Yeah. Know those specific two. And then the last one, I think the only thing which kind of doesn't fit into what I just said is the last one isn't as big of a hit as the first three but i still could think it could be like a really good radio one but it's not as popular yeah and, and i just thought that was really really cool yeah that's fair right any guesses as to what the most recently played song is lady something lady gaga or adele no you you won't get it is it a musical song it's not a musical song but it's but it is the definition of toby no chill Oh, is it gonna be a some? Wait, do you do you like techno? Um, I am a fan of techno. Yeah, I would. So can say... it be techno? Um, I mean, for the purpose of comedy, it could be techno, but for the purpose <laughs> of reality, it isn't. What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it? According to Spotify, "Tragedy" by the Bee Gees. What I'm? You you do. Tell me you know Tragedy by the I, Bee Gees. I do not. Stop this recording right now. Hold on. Tragedy? What? Bro, I, wait, I, be, I might uh, know, you're, you're, know the song. I mean, this is the moment where I want to sing it, but I can't because music copyright. Like, hold oh, on. Like, like, Tragedy! Like that one. Wait, I'm going to... Can I hear clips of it to know what the, what the song is? I mean, I'm I'm playing it to you in the break. Like, I I am not okay. having this slander against the Bee Gees. Okay, brilliant. Like, not, not slander. I just I, I probably <laughs> might know it. I just don't know what it's called. That. Oh, I'm sure you'll know it. Have you ever seen um Saturday Night Fever, the film? No. Neither have I. <laughs> but um. <laughs> <laughs> Of that well, because um, well, because the film Saturday Night Fever is the music of the Bee Gees, you see. Oh. So chance, yeah, John Travolta, Danny from Greece. Wait, so you mean like Mamma Mia? They use yeah, exclusively exactly. their song. Exactly. As if. What's this film called? What What's the film? Yeah. What's the film called? Saturday Night Fever. Saturday. It's got John Travolta mm. in it. You know. I'm um, adding that to my watch list. Oh my god, it's oh. a 1977 film. I mean, I was gonna say great film, but I haven't seen it, and I've admitted it to the podcast. <laughs> it's so old. I know it's seventies. Wow. It's Did been you... around. 
Do you think it's time for our break? Because I have some exciting news I would like to share, got... which I don't know if everyone's seen. You've got some exciting news. Okay. I mean, well, I've got to play you tragedy in a break and give you a real good talking to as to why you should know it. So okay. listen, guys, we're going to take a break real quick. Um, I'm going to force Greta to listen to tragedy in its full five minute splendor. And we will be right back. All right. And we're back. Um, A crisis has been averted. Greta does in fact know what tragedy by the Bee Gees is. Listen, I told you I probably know it, okay? I just didn't know that was that song. And I only know the the chorus bit. Yeah, she only knows the chorus bit, but still. Can you can you please confirm to the podcast that it is a good song? Yes, it is. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. If you're from oh, the yeah. UK, you'll know this the um ever popular version that Steps did of it too. What? Tell me no actually I don't blame you if you don't know who Steps are in all fairness. No. Ste- <laughs> Not Steps. How how have I managed to talk about them in Steps now? Um <laughs> so, so like um like a cover group, Steps. Like they were like um like a cover group of five people and they covered like a load of um tunes and they did a very famous one of that like song. Pentatonics? Like the Who Now? Pentatonics. Yeah, kind of like Pentatonics. Except like um, the, less acapella. Less acapella. Yeah. Google says they're a British dance pop group. Yep. Nineties. Steps are. Oh nineties. They're from the nineties, they are. They're from the nineties. They're old. Go oh, on, okay. say your worst. I don't have any. I don't have any bad things to say. Oh, before we left, I said I have some news. Okay. Oh, okay. Go for it. What's it's your not news? my personal news. It's just I was scrolling through t- social media today, and I saw that Abba coming out with a new song. Who are? Abba. Abba. Yeah. After four. As in, as in the um, all four of them. Yes, as in the what? thing. The. the People's music, whose mama, who Mama Mia was based off of. Yeah, yeah, ABVA ABBA. Yeah, ABVA ABBA. What? Yeah, apparently they were meant to do a digital uh, concert back in 2019 or something, and it got cancelled because of COVID. And now they're uh, kind of gaining traction and doing things again now. Now that like the whole world's calmed down a bit. What? Yeah. No. Quite, quite, quite cool, isn't it? Quite cool. I mean, well, here's well, here's a question for you then. Now that's made me think of something. Mm-hmm. Um, you get this a lot with um TV shows. Yeah. But this is a perfect case of it. How do you feel about um, like, um, do you think that Avril have come out with a new song because the fans have been on it at them for years, or because they genuinely want to make new music? Both. Both? Yeah. Because it makes me think of um like there's a there's a thing where um I mean everybody knows the golden rule that sequels are never quite as good as the originals. Yeah, yeah. It's like number two is always gonna be number two, yeah. you know. Yeah. There are very few exceptions to this. Notably mm-hmm. the second Shrek movie. Mm. Yes. Okay. 
Um, are we are we having an argument? Do you do you disagree on this? Uh, I only have a memory of the first one, so yes, I disagree. Oh. Wait, is it the first one or the second one that they get married in? They get married in the first one. The second one's got like the fairy godmother. Oh and, no, I like the first one more. What? Girl. No. Uh... You are being controversial okay, today. Wait, 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 okay, we are not <laughs> discussing which Shrek movie is better. <laughs> we, oh, yeah, we are. No, I'm not done. I want to know. <laughs> but it, like, because ho holding out for a hero, like. <laughs> you sound such as a loss for words. Yeah, you can't even is, believe I just disagreed with this you. This is. No, it's not the fact that you disagree with me, it's the fact that the second. Number two, Shrek two. Round yeah. two, part the free mix. Like, <laughs> oh my god. Okay, sure. You know what? Sure. Um, we we don't have the time to um argue about Shrek two, sadly. Yeah. But we do after the podcast, and I will be coming for you on this. Okay, calm down. I I, I have my. You better believe I've got my point, evidence, analysis, and you link. have a whole. I've got the. I've got the. Me, don't you? I've got a dissertation. Oh, he's got a. I've got a dissertation. dissertation. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> but no, like um, back back to the original point. Um, like sequels. Um, with. With like um. Like let's say. Like this case, okay. So after bringing out a second song, like, well, first of all, you tell me, like, how much do you know about it? Do you just know they're bringing out a song after all these years? Do you know what I'm it not, is? That's all I know. I just know that there's a song. I know that this this was meant to happen some time ago, but yeah. it didn't because of because of the pandemic, and that's it. I know nothing else. Yeah. Okay. No clue. Well, like, um, because, I mean, well. Again, the thing with sequels is that, especially when there's like a kind of public pressure or fan pressure, I think, mm -hmm. to like, um, have, like, not 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 just like a revival. That's the word, revival. Yeah. Like, bring something back from the dead. Mm -hmm. And like, the thing is with Abba, is that, like. Just like their album namesake, they're gold. Like, oh. who doesn't like ABBA? Ooh. <sighs> I know people who don't like ABBA. Right. I don't agree. I'm just looking at their Wikipedia. At their I, Wikipedia. Right, I'm going to need you to fill some time whilst I take a cooling breath over okay, here. Okay, fine. On. That's fine. I'm just looking at their Wikipedia and it says that the years active are 1972. To 1983, and then there's a break, and then it's 2017 to the present. Right. So, who knows what's going on? Mm-mm-mm-mm. But you know, it just—it's it, just like it's—it's it's a huge thing that's come out today. Yeah. And obviously, by the time this episode has been like aired, the new music would have been out, I think. Because yeah. Because it, it says on the Daily Mail that they're set to break their 39-year hiatus. The Daily Mail. Yep. Yeah. As they gear up to release new music next Friday, so that would be, uh, the third of September, mm. wouldn't it? So yeah, yeah, third of September. 
What is in like just over a week's time? Uh, at, yeah. at, the, at the time of recording, we should point this out. Yeah, at, time, at the time of recording, it's a week and a day. Yeah. So for all you maths fanatics out there, you can work out when we recorded this. <laughs> but, um, yep. Yeah. Oh, I am. Um, I mean, do you know what? I'm excited about this. Do you, do you know um, Cher? You know Cher, the singer? Cher Lloyd? No, the Cher. No, these are oh, they're different. They're different. I always get those two confused. Like, like, like do you believe? Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay. Like, um, you know, this, this is like, this amazes me. Cher did an album where she effectively covered a load of ABBA songs. Really? Yeah. Like, you know, in the Cher voice being like, Waterloo! You know, like, because, you know, I'm a perfect Cher impersonator. Just oh, like, that must be gold. Yeah. Like, it's honestly... Well, because, um, you know, they did the second Mamma Mia, the yeah, film. I, I, yeah, I know she's in it. Yeah. Basically, she had one song in that, and she was like, let's make an album of it and cover them all. <laughs> Let's make an album. Let's, she loves yeah. doing that so much. She's like, well, let's make an album. Yeah. Why not? I mean, it's Cher, though. Do you know the old saying about the apocalypse? No. Well, that, well the saying with the apocalypse is that, um, like, well, at the, when the apocalypse comes, the only things left will be cockroaches and Cher. <laughs> because, like, surely, because, like, you know, Cher is someone who has been around for years. She has been. And how... And she, and the thing is, Cher has managed to reinvent herself constantly. She has been around since 1963. 19, really? Do you have any clue how long ago that is? 19, so, get, she's getting on 60 years. Oh my god. I mean, you know what? Fair play. Fair play to the woman. Go, Cher. Yeah, fair play to the woman. But like, um, like that ability to just kind of reinvent yourself is like, honestly, so good and so clever. She's like, close to a shapeshifter. Oh my god. Cher, Cher is a shapeshifter. Oh, confirmed. Okay. Conf- confirmed. I, um, get the X Files on it. But um, <laughs> yeah. Cher is a shapeshifter. <laughs> um, but yeah, like. With Cher, though, here's the question, though. Here's the question of the day. Mm. Do you think that having, like, artists, like, have revivals of their work mm-hmm. is a good thing? And I, 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 and I mean that in that, like, they bring out new work after hi- a hiatus, not that they bring out, like, something that they've already done after time. Oh, so you mean like they they would be active for a certain amount of years and they stop? Yeah, so like the Abbott And then they come back. Yeah. I think as long as they're doing it because they want to, not because anyone forced them to. Yeah. But I think that's like completely normal. Yeah. And especially I think in the arts, we have a high, we actually experience burnout. Mm. So there's a certain like place in time where you're just like, no, I can't do this anymore. I can't be creative. Yeah. I need a break. Oh. Yeah, nobody tells you about the creative burnout, ladies and oh. gentlemen. Like, if, if you're a, a creative, you would know what we're talking mm-hmm. about. I but get. It's basically if you're not a creative, it's basically you would be going 
you'd be doing so much and you'd be creating so much and you'd be on the go and almost always jumping from one project to, to the next yeah where you just like literally burn out you just need like a break of okay i need to be boring for a while yeah that's basically how i see it it's like i need to be boring for a while and then i can go back to being fun and creative yeah the thing is with being a creative as well it's like it's very easy to forget how much you're doing yeah like as in because i mean i suppose it comes with anything that you enjoy doing Mm -hmm. like um you know you kind of experience a bit of flow don't you like when you enjoy doing something then you're not really worried about the consequence of how well it goes like you're worried about you know like how um how like true it is to you and how much yeah completely how honest it is and how how much you believe in it completely like that's um that's that's just it down to a t really yeah like um but but yeah back to the back to the question as once again i've led you on a massive tangent um Mm -hmm. so i think you are right you've hit the nail on the head there um so when it comes to revivals especially of careers there's often like at least where i'm from a little bit of like public snootiness if that makes sense public what What as in well as in like for example um so how do i say this so like if someone is on the telly a lot Mm -hmm. like let's say they're doing like massive talk show in the day and they're doing a load of adverts you're, uh-huh. you're seeing them a lot uh-huh. and then you're like oh why why do they need all this why do they need all that you know uh-huh. like why well, because they gotta make the money somehow well yeah yeah so it's, basically, it's basically an idea of why are we seeing this person so much yeah completely they're annoying i and, need new faces yeah and that kind of sentiment of being like why am i seeing this person so much is kind of like revived when mm-hmm. a um person announces that they're coming back to produce more stuff i think and i i can see why but i don't understand why does that make sense like as in like i can see why people kind of get bored of seeing the yeah. same because you know as because remember we're very consumerist when it comes uh-huh. to um like the arts and stuff everything yeah well everything and we're always like looking for the latest greatest thing what's new what's different what's completely yeah so when you see and i also think that there's a little bit of um like yeah just that kind of um oh i'm I'm giving you a lot of ums and ahs and that's because i'm trying to work out what on earth i meant but (laughs) (laughs) but um but (laughs) to say something like (laughs) but like i i i know what you mean i know that like this whole of okay i'm bored i'm over it thing is because we're like we're very consumerist Mm -hmm. but then i also think that with people if you you're not around for that long they forget about you quite quickly oh completely so if you're an artist kind of finding the the sweet line to balance those two sentiments is really really hard yeah 
you kind of find yourself in a bit of a conundrum, don't you? Yeah, and I think either no matter where how much you kind of present yourself to the world and where you stand on that line, mm. there's always going to be someone who's going to be mad at you because they see you so much. Oh, or who's going to be mad at you because they don't see enough of you. Yeah. You know? So ultimately, just be as just active as you. you want to be. Just do you. Yeah, just do. Like, remember, like, um, I read there was something, um, Oh, it, it was probably by um, what's his name, Mark Twain, the uh-huh. um, writer. Yeah. And um, you know, he was very good at coming up with a lot of you know, like, you know, one-liners and witty statements. Mm-hmm. He's a witty boy. That He's, man. He was a very witty boy, and um, I think that uh, you know, he probably said something about it, and you know, I read something of his a while back. And this doesn't directly link to what we're saying, but it's reminded me of it. And he's and he's talking a little bit about he's talking about death. Mm-hmm. And he says, um, I do not fear death because for something along the lines of I don't fear death because for the past two million whatever years before I was for the past two million years before i was alive it hadn't paid me the slightest inconvenience yeah yeah like and i mean that in that it's like you know you've only got your one life just do what you want just do what you want like no and, and this, not... do, this whole do what you want kind of circles back to the what order you should do your album in if you're an artist yeah but... do it how you want it it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if you think this can sell more or this will like give more hits just do it how you like it and if you yeah. like it people will see that you like it yeah and like you because you're real yep greta great bringing us back down to earth as i go <sighs> on a tangent yeah. um but uh yeah it's um it's really like um it's really just down to how you choose to go about life i think as well isn't it yeah um, it is a bit like um yeah. You know, who would have thought the next stage has become an existentialist podcast? Well, um, semi. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Semi existentialist podcast. Semi existentialist podcast. I mean, you know, we're creatives. We can just, we just chat about nothing all day and make it work. Yeah, you know. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I um, think, I think this is like the, the perfect point for us to wrap up this episode. Yeah. Because we completely forgot what the hell we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, we you know, you know, this is the great. You know, we even have a schedule, ladies and gentlemen. You know, we've got a schedule. Are we sticking to it? Are we buggery? Uh, like, no. no, no. There's um, what's it? What's his name in Pirates of the Car- Caribbean? Um, Johnny Depp. No, not Johnny. Not Johnny Depp. The Australian one. Oh, the one with long hair. What's his name? Yeah, I can't. Um, Jeffrey Rush. Jeffrey Rush. Ah, yes, um, yes. His character. He he goes um, like some of our like. So, but you know the pirate code you know the pirate code and um he goes um he goes these are not rules they are merely more so guidelines and yeah. i think that's just how it works with us and scheduling yeah that's what we do too they're merely guidelines they're not rules just talk with <laughs> oh, you just make it just make it work just make, just it, make work. it work yeah yeah just make it work honestly and anyways we've been talking for quite some while quite yeah. some time now we've gone over what we think about albums and the order of the songs gone into a bit of an existential bit yeah of do artists need a break 
what what like and how does that affect everything? Yeah. It's just been a whole talk about the music industry, really. Yeah, completely. Like um, I am going to once again say thank you to Greta. Thank you for having a jabber and tethering me back down to planet Earth. <laughs> and um, I am now off to berate you as to why Shrek Two is better than Shrek One. Oh God. All right. Listen up, guys. We'll see you next time, yeah? Yep. See you soon. See you around. See you soon.